The FM Evolution podcast is brought to you by CGP Maintenance and Construction Services. We'll ensure consistently great performance to help keep your business running smoothly. For more information, visit cgpconstruction.com. Not everyone is the same type of multi-site facility manager or supplier. We have different ecosystems and communities within our membership. This is the FM Evolution Podcast, brought to you by CGP Maintenance and Construction Services, bringing you trends, innovations, and advancement of the facility management universe. Welcome to the Evolution. Here's Sean Black. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another show, FM Evolution. I, of course, am your host, Sean Black, and I'm excited today because we're going to be catching up with Bill Yannick. Bill is the CEO of uh, Connects FM, and gosh, we just finished one of their uh, annual events this year, uh, which I gotta tell you was pretty darn good. Um, for everything that's going on, these guys really pulled it off. And we're gonna be talking about that event, the last 18 months really, of how things have been happening in the FM world and, and Connects. And then listen, we're gonna be, we're gonna be future casting. We're gonna be looking into the future, into our our crystal ball here to see what Connects FM is going to be like. We hear all that and more from Bill Yannick at Connects FM. Stay tuned. You're not going to miss this. But before that, here's a word from our sponsor. Did you know that CGP Maintenance and Construction Services are also commercial plumbers? They added the plumbing division in 2000 and have been serving the nation's largest brands ever since. They offer everything from cleaning drains, camera work, and grease trap repairs to full repipes and dig-ups. So when your brand needs commercial plumbing, remember to call CGP. They are ready to be on-site 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. They specialize in restaurants, retail stores, commercial buildings, and hospitality. No matter what your plumbing needs may be, CGP is ready. And because they are a maintenance company, they can make the repairs needed after the plumbing is completed as well. One call will do it all. Call them today at 858-454-7326 or check them out on the web at www.cgpconstruction.com. Give them a call today. What's up, guys? It's Sean Black at FM Evolution, and I'm excited today to be talking to my friend, Bill Yannick. Hey, Bill, how you doing, sir? Awesome, Sean. Great to be here. Love to be on the other side of this camera. We're doing I, all these daily grinds. I know we've interviewed you. <laughs> I know. You are so busy. Uh, you know, we do this once a week, and you guys do that every day. And I, I don't know. I don't know how you do it. You have a lot more support staff. I don't know what's going on. You guys work so hard on that show, and it's so good. If you guys don't know, you should definitely go check out the Daily Grind. It's very, very good. But uh, I love being the interviewee today. I'm, I'm ready to sit back and, and take all the, all the, all the questions. <laughs> Jump the spot. There you go. Oh, yeah. That's good. It's good. Well, a lot has happened. I mean, we've had uh, the pandemic and come and go, kind of, kind of, and still kind of here. Um, you know, the, uh, the last 18 months have been kind of crazy, uh, to say the least, compared to, you know, even the, the time before that. But, you know, uh, we're talking about connects today. And I want to catch up with you. We just uh, got done with the last annual event for you guys, which I thought was great, by the way. Uh, I think everything turned out really, really well. Um, but I kind of wanted to to chat about that and a couple other things. We'll get caught up um, for those, though, that aren't familiar with you or new listeners uh, or new to FM. If you could tell us a little bit about yourself, Bill, and, and really uh, kind of tell us about connects. 
this is a cool time to be talking to you. I just turned five years old at, at Connects. I came on board to Prism almost exactly five years ago today. So I no longer am the new guy. Definitely. I'm the middle guy. Well, maybe not the old guy, but uh, yeah, came on board back in 2016, back when we were at Prism. And since then, we've gone through, we were going through a whole bunch of changing before the pandemic, where we rebranded and repositioned the association in a number of ways. Uh, we rebranded in the spring of 2019, then went into COVID. And in a lot of ways, like a lot of organizations, we were peddling in place a little bit. We did a bunch of stuff uh, virtually, internally. We did some operational things to develop the organization and then came out. We're, we're nearing the other side of this, we hope, but uh, at a at a minimum, I definitely think it. What do they say? That which does not kill you makes you stronger. We probably didn't need so much of that making us stronger, but we came out the other side all right. And as you mentioned, Connects twenty twenty one. Since we had to cancel Connects twenty twenty, our big national event, it was crucial to get that event off the ground, and we did. Even weaving through all the obstacles, so we're really excited about the rest of this year and certainly into twenty twenty two. I can just I can feel that when people were there, it just kind of. Ah, we did it. We're here. And uh, as as I know you saw, at at first, everyone's okay, we're all going to go virtual and then we're going to go hybrid. But you go 12 to 18 months of all virtual people wanted to meet in person. There's nothing that replicates a face to face. And that was the biggest uh, dynamic and energy at Connects 2021 is we got the people there safely. We kept them healthy and people were able to meet face to face. Yeah, it was really cool. It was uh, it was so welcoming. Everyone was so open and really just wanting to cut loose and have fun and learn and connect with humans. Mm-hmm. You know, it was really great. And that was really the theme for me throughout this thing was the people that were, were there were just really wanting to connect with people. And so I think that made the event great. Uh, the networking was really good and, and just meeting new people was great. Uh, and then all the events, you know, after all the after were, uh, you know, dinners, when I, people were so uh, open to talking and just, hey, how are you? How have you been? It was good. It was really, really good. Yeah. Even though overall the numbers, we definitely kept the exhibition on purpose a little bit smaller and the number of facility managers there. But as you mentioned, the engagement with the number of people were there almost offset that when you heard because the people who were there, we knew that too. I mean, if you're traveling, for business during these times. You're not going for leisure. You're going for a business purpose. And you could tell the people who are there wanted to be there. And as you, as you saw, they engaged, we conducted business. That's what we're all about. And uh, we're relieved. <laughs> there was a lot of relief, but we're also excited too, because that was also a trial. We know that moving into next year, we have events second half this year, we'll talk about, but moving into Connects 2022, not one, maybe a more normal environment, but we had to get the first one out of the way to get back into the mode of our in-person events. I agree. Well, okay, so you've been on the show before a couple times now. I think this is your third time on the show. I think so, yeah. I think so. So you yeah, know, we, did one, we did one on the trade show floor, which was awesome, a cool setup, and then we did one of these remote. Yep. We did. That's exactly it. Uh, so you know the tradition here, we love we love sharing books and, and what people are reading. and. Uh, we have a core common uh, value belief system that leaders are readers. I know you guys do too. And uh, there's so much educational content uh, that comes out of Connects. So uh, I'd love if you could share with listeners what you're reading. Yeah, well, my team would want me to say the Connects FM benchmarking study, right? But yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then I had to look on the calendar because I've been going through 
I got about halfway through my summer reading list and I've gotten to, to about the 22nd or whatever. It's almost the end of summer, but I just finished Adam Grant's Think Again. You've seen that book, a real interesting read, especially during these times of, uh, of, of people all dug in on all sorts of positions. And it is really a refreshing read. He's a, um, well, he's a professor at Wharton School of Business, but also studies how people think outside the box of law debates we had. And then I just started, since you gave me, you gave me a heads up here, so I had to show a book. I just started The Extended Mind, oh. and, uh, The Power of Thinking Outside the Brain by Ann Murphy Paul. So uh, uh, Adam Grant talked about her book in, in his reading list. And so I'm just getting started. It's along the same lines, and it's really neat to think, um, well, as, as you and I went through school, whenever somebody say, you know, use your brain, think harder, right. buckle down, do it. And she has an interesting way. A lot of the world's most vexing problems were solved not by doubling down in a dark room in front of a desk. They got up, they moved, they changed their surroundings. And so, uh, and definitely it all plays into what we're dealing with, right? Nothing is business as usual around Connects FM, at home, in business. And so I'm looking forward to finishing that one too. That sounds like a great one. I'm definitely added to my list. Um, and it's so funny. Like, you know, it's, I, I love, uh, there's kind of a, a lot of challenges with, you know, what this person thinks and this person thinks and trying to come together on stuff right now. It's, yeah. um, which is, is challenging. <laughs> yeah. But I love it when people do. And, I, and that's why I like organizations like connects where there's so many like-minded individuals, but we're all different and we come from different backgrounds and, and, you know, having great books like that to kind of fall back on and go, hey, encourage you, you got to think outside the box, you know, interact with people and, and really kind of create uh, a, a new way forward. So I, I love that. Great book. Great. I'm going to add that to the list and put it in the show notes. Uh, all right. So, gosh, there's so many things to talk about. Where do we start? I wanted to talk about, uh, I want to start with Connects 2021. Yeah. Um, you know, it was a great show. I met a lot of new people. I thought, uh, I thought we could talk about, the show and kind of your experience overall with that. So tell us a little bit about uh, how it went for you. Yeah. So um, as we as you said at the top here, working through the pandemic, our organization kind of took on three mantras that we needed to be agile. We needed to be transparent. And we needed to be forward thinking. And that really served us well pre connects 2021. And certainly with the event, we had the Delta variant that cropped up in the last month. I mean, going into the last month of registration for connects 2020, it was really uh, really going higher and higher numbers. And you could just see it, it stopped. Of course, people at the last minute stopped traveling. We ended up um, with, well, the number of exhibitors we expected. Um, and, and really we had our marks on the facility manager side. Overall, our facility managers were about half of what we tended to get. But in thinking through those three things, working at Kex 2021, we certainly had to be agile, but to, and be transparent with our members. I, I was thinking of the... Um, conversations I had pre-event, you know, we normally get calls from whether exhibitors or FMs, normally it's exhibitors. How many FMs are you going to have to be there? You know, or yeah, these, calls were, yeah. these calls were so much different because they're normally the ones, the, the individuals who didn't want to go, I had to do with health or safety and you aren't selling, you can't sell people on that if they felt, you know, we had to tell them what we're going to do that. And certainly the facility, the Gaylord National Harbor did a great job of making sure it was safe and healthy and, and all those things. But it was a much different conversation. And so we just had to be able to, to adjust as we got in there, um, but also to be forward thinking in that one of the things we did, and, and I think one of the most exciting uh, aftermaths of Connects 2021 was our facility manager grant program. So over the years, 
when facility managers, and, and there are buyers at our show, right? They want them there. Our exhibitors want them there. Everyone wants the facility managers there. Um, and typically they pay a registration fee and they pay for their travel. And still the majority do. But what we did this year was we offered, if you were having issues, you could apply for a grant and we help people. Some we helped all travel and registration. Some, and, and our FMs were great. Some just said, hey, if you can help me with the registration, I'm good on travel or vice versa. And so we did that. And I think that's going to survive Connects 2021. We're going to continue to do that because we know over the next couple of years, it, it may never get back to normal travel budgets and the like. And so we're here to help. And Connects FM is that one step removed that we can help the FMs. That's in our name, right? To get the the uh, our facility managers connected to uh, exhibitors and suppliers. You know, I, I love that because I, I just finished another show and one of the the guest was, uh, he's been in ma- facility management for uh, 35 years. And he was defining, and you know, one of the things he defined was that FM is really about people, mm-hmm. you know, and it's not about the facilities as much as it is the people that work in them, the people that run them, people who are are doing the day-to-day. And of course, people like, in, you know, you guys are where it connects. So, uh, you know, you really have to take all those things into consideration when you're, when you're doing a show like that. And honestly, I don't think people really kind of understand how much work it takes to do, you know, one of your events. Um, and, you know, I was wondering like, where, where in the heck do you start every year? At the very beginning, you're like, Whoo, we did it. Now what, where do you start at? Well, as you might guess, it really never ends. Yeah. And I remember coming on board. It is interesting because our organization is unique that we are so dominated by our national conference. And I had members, some members think, maybe not as much as in the past that we are just the event. You know, we have a team about 20 people. Some people work remote about 10 to 15 in Dallas, but um, Leanne Norton, who is our chief operating officer, but still also heads up the events team. We're already contracting for our venues two and three and four years out. And so there's always that longer term piece. Now, right now, near term, we're into connects 2022 mode. And just last week, booth sales opened for Connects 2022, which will be next April in Long Beach, California. So we're off and running with that. We're already building the education curriculum and we're already already lining up the keynote and that. We're probably a little bit behind in planning this year because we had Connects 2021 so close to 2022. Normally they're year, year over year in April, but we definitely start about a year out and it starts with getting the keynote and getting that big presentation, even securing the entertainment. And then the long slog of building that curriculum with the education and professional development. We need to have topics that that you all will attend, right? And so we have to gather that data, whether it's previous event attendance data we look at, membership surveys, people who just get a hold of us and say, hey, listen, this is what we're looking for. And we have to build all that in. And, and oh, by the way, cram it into three days, right? So <laughs> And exactly. enough time for people to hit the exhibition floor. So it's a never-ending process. In COVID, the pandemic has been interesting too because we had this what an eighteen month period in between Connects twenty nineteen right back then we were Prism um, actually what almost two years so we had forever to get to Connects twenty twenty one then we had that event turn around now we're already looking at twenty twenty two so it, it's been interesting I'd love to get back into a more annual cycle I think we will uh, but the planning never stops and the earlier the better we can't stop or start planning early enough for a quality event. Dang, there's so many things that go into this. And, uh, uh, you know, just education alone is narrowing that down. It's got to be, uh, that's a task because there's so many things to cover uh, and, and then really getting people engaged. Um, 
if there was one thing that you could change about these events, uh, what would it be? What would it be for you? We would make every event happen in Irving, Texas, right next to our headquarters. <laughs> <laughs> right? Right. The one thing that, and, and the other, I guess the one thing too would be, and, and it, it happened, you know, and then some is uncertainty is a killer for our events. And so that's why our events team, Leah, we love to contract years out and then talk with the board, talk with members. Sometimes they don't realize they're like, Hey, next year, let's go here and there. Well, we're already. Oh, yeah. Because we do site visits years out. We start planning things. And so the less it's just like the economy, it's like anything else, the less uncertainty, the better the event. And that's why I joke. It would be great to have a home game all the time in Texas. But when we do have to travel and move this in, every piece of that adds uncertainty to it. Uh, and certainly as the CEO, I love to take away all of that uncertainty, know exactly what's going to happen. doesn't really happen all the time like that, but that's the one thing um, we try to minimize. Well, you guys do a great job because we live in uncertainty right now, <laughs> like pure uncertainty. So, and, and creating that, that stable environment of things and, and is, um, it takes some work. So <laughs> good job on that. What is your, uh, what would you say is your favorite part about the show? Oh, and, and it, this time it is interacting face-to-face with members. Yeah. Even in a normal year, pre-pandemic, we don't get to see, we have three to 4,000 individuals that are in and around our 1,000-member companies at Connects FM. And we get to travel some, some come see us in Texas, but the vast majority of our members we don't see in person until we're at that event. Um, and the vast majority of the feedback's positive, but even to hear the concerns and to hear the, what are people thinking about what we're doing? At times, it does almost feel like you're in a vacuum. Vacuum. We put out our magazine, we put out our videos, we put out our virtual events, but nothing replaces talking to people like you face to face. Even though we really didn't get to face to face, it connect. <laughs> it is so much better to talk to someone, especially if it's a difficult conversation. Nothing replaces seeing people in person. That's what we miss during a pandemic and. Uh, we're going to do everything we can to continue to have regular face-to-face events in addition to our national. Yeah, that's great. I'm excited to go to those. Uh, and I'm excited this year is going to be, or this next year is going to be in Long Beach. It's on the West Coast this time. <laughs> so, so for me, that's like, yeah, it's right next door. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was cool though, be able to, to fly all the way. I've not been in my life yet. I've not been to East Coast. Oh, so okay. It was crazy. So I'm like, yeah, I get to go over there. And check it out. And I was driving through and had some some awesome Uber drivers actually that were explaining all the monuments and where things. It was really it was really a cool experience. Typical so California with all that weather you have and the beach and you mountains and wine. You got everything right. You know? <laughs> we don't have, we don't have everything, man. It's cool. We have a lot of cool stuff, but yeah, yeah no. But you know, uh, being at National Harbor was really it was a great event. Great great venue. Um, Such history in, in, in around D.C. too. You just feel it. You know, and even in Texas, we don't it, you can tell is so I've lived in the Midwest for about 25 years. I grew up in the East Coast. But the further you get west, you know, the newer everything newer in quotes kind of yeah. is when you get back to D.C. and New York and you just feel the history that you don't get as much in some of the areas that were were developed after that. It's really a neat, uh, neat event location. And we'll be back at, at National Harbor. In a couple of years, we're already talking to them. So, yeah, it was really cool, and and yeah, you can feel the energy, uh, you know, in that place. It's just like, like just flying in the excitement. I'm like, oh, this is really cool. So it was, it was good. I mean, I'm glad we're gonna go back there. Um, 
Hey, as you're setting up these events, uh, especially in 2021, what, what do you think was your biggest challenge for that year, for, for this last show? Well, it was, and we mentioned our attendance numbers were a little lower. And even so, it starts with, with budgeting. And, and some of it was, I mentioned in a vacuum again, we didn't know what it was going to be like. And so you sign contracts for venues and you plan for attendees before all this stuff happens. Then we know that people are going to show up at how many. So you want to have the best possible experience, but you just don't know. And then we were also dealing with a venue that opened for the first time in July of this year. And so there's so much uncertainty. That was probably the most difficult thing. But it was balanced what was so neat, and it's a testament to our members, that everyone understood the challenges that we all had. I think there was much more grace in the building, for sure, where sometimes we might get hit up with a ticky-tack thing or this. There was really none of that. Everyone, everyone understood that. Uh, and in my team, my me personally, I, I felt it the minute I got out on the national conference stage, I remember thinking, I haven't done this in like two years. When you're doing it all the time, like these interviews, when you're doing it all the time, it's a whole different thing than you just stop for 24 months and then try to pick up. So the team was a little rusty in that way. It was so great to get out and do it for real. And we're just going to even have a better Connect 2022. We're pumped to continue to meet face-to-face. And we have events in the second half this year as well. We're going to get to do that. Awesome. Well, we're going to take a quick break and thank your sponsors. And when we get back, we'll start talking about that for next year. We'll be right back. CGP Maintenance and Construction Services Incorporated is not just a general contractor. They build, service, and maintain facilities while self-performing for some of the largest brands in the nation. With over 33 years in business, they've got what it takes to be the partner you deserve in today's fast-paced facility management marketplace. Welcome back to the show. Uh, Of course, I am here with Bill Yannick, CEO of Connects. And, you know, we've been chatting about uh, Connects 2021, and I thought, hey, you know, let's catch up. I, get, I didn't get a chance to connect with Bill, and so now I'm excited to be able to do that. Uh, welcome back to the show. How are you doing, Bill? <laughs> well, great to be here, Sean. It's been uh, fun to be on this side of the, the microphone and the video, and so pumped to talk to you about where, where we were going into Connects 2021. And, and as I joke with my team, we found out there's actually life after Connects 2021. <laughs> there, there is i know it's so crazy man so we're here it's a whole new year you guys are gearing up like you said you were yeah. telling us how that you know you kind of move things in motion uh, and plan years in advance but you know we're we're smack dab into the the go-go stage for you guys um you know tell us uh, a little bit about what's changing as we move into this next annual event yeah so uh when we thought Connects 2021 was going to be a little earlier in the year, it didn't seem like we had as many events. But what we tried to do is we knew it would be a challenging environment second half of the year regardless. And so that happened. <laughs> it is. <laughs> but, um, what we wanted to do is one of the major events. So in November, we're partnering with NFMT down in Orlando for a face-to-face meeting. where And, and you can check all these out at connectsfm.com on our events calendar. You can exhibit at NFMT. We have education. There are social events, and there's also going to be boardroom sessions where you where suppliers will get to uh, to present to FMs. So that's one of them. And in keeping with helping out with this challenging environment, we thought it was important to partner with other groups. And so, in two other areas, we did well. Actually, one other group and two other. We're going to send our, our team out to ICSC in December. 
where they have a big show. But at the end of November, we're hoping to have our technology council meet alongside the ICSC Center Build event that's in Phoenix. And so hopefully, as a Connects FM member, you can look at the uh, event in at the end or November with NFMT. You look at ICSC at the end of November and even possibly attend that show out in December and, and get you back in the mode um, of meeting in person. And, and as I mentioned um, earlier in the show, we're already selling booth space for Connects 2022, and that comes up in April. That's kind of our event lineup going forward. A couple other things we have on tap. Um, Canada is still largely shut down or has been. And so we are hosting a Canadian town hall uh, this month, and you can check that out at connectsfm.com. And before the end of the year, we do expect to have a virtual event with our uh, to, to serve our Canada members. We still have about 10% of our membership up in Canada. Uh, and just to try to get them to connect more because they haven't been able to connect uh, in person. And, and one last note, too, when we talked about how we restructured the organization uh, post-pandemic, one of the things we did is we formed councils. We formed a Canadian council which is going to take the lead on the town hall and the virtual meeting. We formed a food and beverage council, a technology council, and a healthcare council to serve those vertical markets within connectsfm.com. And as I mentioned, ICSC, our technology council is going to be having an in-person event at that event, uh, in-person meeting at that event in Phoenix. And so plenty of opportunity if you're in any of those verticals or if you're just in traditional bricks and mortar retail to get some more face-to-face networking in before the end of the year. And then as we look to 2022. Yeah, that's exciting. Some cool changes. Yeah. Yeah, they've been working hard. <laughs> well, I know a lot of that, uh, the stuff that comes out of Connects, members, can, you know, their contribution, uh, you know, is new ideas and, and new things and, and new wants and needs from them. Out of all the requests that you get from members in regards to these type of events, what is one of, what are some of the most exciting ideas that you've, you've gotten out of membership members? or for, for members? Yeah, well, two. One is, I, it was our grant program. And so we've always been reluctant to go. We haven't just done that in the past. And and so to help out financially for our facility managers to attend our events. And that was a, a bottom-up idea that came for our membership through our board. And we're going to continue that grant program. The, the second thing is or was the creation of these councils, as I mentioned, we realized over time, and I had people talk to me about it, that not everyone is the same type of multi-site facility manager or supplier. We have different ecosystems and communities within our membership. And so we looked at that and looked at verticals. Healthcare was a great example where we have healthcare facility managers, suppliers to Healthcare FM, a very different set of needs, even exhibitors, education, all those things. Technology was one definitely where we have companies that are just in a different different realm, different area than our typical supplier base. Food and beverage, specific needs. In our Canadian Council, we've always had either a uh, some sort of committee or networking committee up in Canada. We tried to, or we did reboot this um, with Mike Bowman and Noah Seidel. They're our co-chairs of our Canadian Council. And we really want to, to re-get re-engaged up in Canada. They're such strong members. They have such a strong presence at our national event. The Canadian uh, reception is not to be missed. And what we need to do then is to fill in the blanks that other part of the year, they need the ability to connect and we ought to be that conduit to connect with them. 
I love that. Actually, it's a great segue to where I was going to ask you, which was, you know, I, I want to talk about virtual bits. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I know the pandemic really created havoc for us, and especially for organizations like yours that are about live networking, really, uh, and connecting and supporting those members in a, in a live format. Um, so kind of wanted to talk about what's your experience been like for virtual and 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 kind of what it looks like going forward. I, I know you said you had a virtual event for uh, for the Canadians, which is amazing. Um, but I wonder if you could explain a little bit more about that effort and how that's been, what that looks like. Yeah, it's been interesting, fascinating, in fact, to see the evolution from when we started the lockdown, where we thought, okay, now we're going to have to go virtual for the next year, whatever it is. And we have a virtual platform and we started to do virtual events and had some success with that. And then it evolved into hybrid virtual, maybe in-person events. Uh, but as we talked about, you saw it connects 2021. The desire is still there for that face-to-face event, face-to-face interaction. But what we learned from some focus groups and talking with our suppliers was there's a way to do both, but probably not as much at the same time. And so for, for example, right now, we're hosting a follow-on to Connects 2021. It's a virtual event. You can check out at connectsfm.com. And we're getting interest from people who weren't able to attend the event. We thought at first we would have them alongside where you'd have a virtual element to the live event. That's probably not what we're going to do. Um, the other area on the virtual where I think it is going to stay, stay. and when we talked about this, our board was, was very uh, forward-thinking even before this, that our organization had to be provide content 24-7, 365. So the event ought to be highlight. Uh, big event, you know, big, you get that big home run. But in between there, our education, our resources, our benchmarking, our cert- all those things, the certifications has to be available 24-7, 365. Starts with the website. It starts with video content. It starts with peeling that out and having people connect in various ways. That's what you're going to see from Connects FM. We're definitely going to have some virtual events, probably some hybrid, but the the brand of our organization will always be facilitating those face-to-face connections, uh, but also evolving those face-to-face connections. As I mentioned out at NFMT, we're going to have these boardroom sessions where we may not always have the huge trade show, where it will be more of an intimate environment connecting one-to-one. And we do think, I'm a little bit biased as the CEO, but with the three to 4,000 individuals we have at Connects FM, we have a unique insight to the needs of our facility managers and then the you know the ones of our FM or of our suppliers, and we can connect those two together in an impartial, whether it's virtual and in, uh, in-person environment. Man, that is it's amazing. It, honestly, it's so much uh, advancement and changes, and going virtual and managing that. That's that's a tremendous amount of work and effort, and uh, it definitely shows w- with what you guys are doing. And I'm excited to see you know what comes out of uh, all that planning. And then in the next coming, uh, you know, really a couple of years, because I know it's changing. It changed our business forever. I'm having virtual lunch with one of my clients, you know, in a, in, uh, in a week. And, uh, you know, and that client ended up moving from San Diego to, to Florida because huh. she could, yeah. you know, because she doesn't have to be in one spot anymore. So it's really, it has changed a lot uh, how people do business. So that's exciting. Um, there are so many things I know you guys have learned from these events and from the pandemic and how it's really kind of shaped 
connects. What do you think is the biggest lesson or the biggest takeaway you that you've taken from uh, from all this that's gone on and and how it really is going to change the future for you guys? Yeah, we're never going to be able to put on our trade show like we have in the past. And, and I, our team did this at Connects 2021. You're going to see it, whether you call it a concierge or call it more of a the facilitation of connecting the suppliers with the FMs is going to have to be moderated, encouraged, connected uh, in, in a way we haven't done before. Um, and I know you've seen this, but you're just not going to be able to stick up a booth and hope everyone walks by because they might not be in the in the in the room, you talk about having a virtual lunch, and we've heard from suppliers too. Think about where right, you used to travel the country. I bet hitting stops, make sure yep. even cold calling. Well, yeah. in a pandemic, you probably don't cold call too many people. The office is probably empty. If it isn't empty, they're looking at or do you have your mask? All that stuff. So, yep. uh, now more than ever, in a way, an association is important to facilitate those connections and to figure out how to do it. There's going to be a face-to-face piece to it uh, that complement the virtual. Yeah, it's exciting. Yeah, and you're absolutely right. It was weird. <laughs> like the whole, what do we do now? You hit so many companies had to reinvent uh, how they connected, and you know, and what uh, what was working a year ago to connect with people is now changing even more because people are still wanting the in person stuff. So it, it's been it's been interesting, and, and I'm uh, I'm excited to kind of see what happens. We'll we'll see. Um, it, we're almost we're almost out of time, man. To be honest with you. I'm going to ask you a few more questions and we'll be out of here. Oh. <laughs> I know it's, it goes really, it goes really quick. Um, if you had to pick one thing that was the most exciting thing that you see happening at Connects in a couple of years, what, what would it be for you? Well, and my team won't be shocked. It's the digital transformation of the organization. And it all, it all fed in. And I think we've done this with our rebranding, even where we're located, the technology infrastructure we have in our headquarters. But it's kind of a hackneyed phrase now that all companies are technology companies now. Well, all associations are digital content providers and they have to digitally transform. And just having a cool website and just having video ain't going to cut it anymore. The bar is, has been, the bar is rising. Um, organization certainly has competitors, both in the association and the private space. What it comes down to is we're dealing in a digital dev- environment. 24 7, 365. And our organization, by and large, now, of course, I'm the most biased uh, evaluator of this, but we've, we've gone a long way down that path of digital transformation. And, and I am adamant about us continuing to push to lead. Uh, I tell my, or, my, my team, I, you know, with the board too, organizations never stay the same. You're either getting better or you're getting worse. And, and I am adamant about us getting better uh, because if we, you stand pat, even where you were, couple months ago, there are going to be winners and losers coming out of this COVID and uh, COVID or connects FM is going to be a COVID winner. <laughs> and I know you, yes. too, John, whether it's, you know, professional reading, you talk about shows like this, you talk about uh, you can't stand pat and survive and we're not going to. Oh, that's so awesome, man. And I agree. You know, um, I've been in kind of FM now for seven years, not that long, but, but in that time, I joined Prism and right before you came on. And then I've seen the change from, from then till now, not just with connects, but with the members and how they react and how they connect. And it's so different. It is so more, um, what's the word I'm looking for? People are just open and more 
uh, ready to connect, not because of the pandemic so much, but even before that, the environment's changing. It's more exciting. It's more exciting to be with people. It's more exciting. And you guys are providing great content. The Daily Grind is a great uh, example of that, where you guys are bringing content on the day-to-day. And then then this year, I really liked... um, Of course, you guys have all the great ways to connect with Joe with the badges, uh, which has been awesome. But but the app is awesome. I, I really enjoyed using the app this year. So I'm excited to see you guys continue to digitally evolve uh, and what that means for the future for Connects, for sure. Yeah. Awesome, really, man. A lot to us, Sean. And as you being a member, <laughs> yeah, we work for you. So that's great to hear. And that's what it's all about. Connects FM doesn't exist in a, uh, by itself. It exists to give our members a competitive advantage in facility management. And uh, you have to evolve to deliver that. And we and, and hopefully we are. Awesome, man. Well, thank you for being on the show. I, I appreciate it. Uh, it's always great to see you. I'm excited to um, for these new events. Uh, are you going to be at some of these guys? Are you going to be at Phoenix and some of these other events? Yes. Yeah, I'll be at Phoenix and I'll be at uh, Orlando NFMT as well. I think mo- our good number of our team is going to head out to the ICSC um, show in Las Vegas. I, I probably won't make it to that one, but the other two definitely will be there. Awesome. Well, if I don't see you uh, at Phoenix, I'll see you a little bit later at the national event. But I should. We have a service hub in Phoenix, so I don't see why I wouldn't be there. Awesome. <laughs> I can't yeah. wait. Great awesome. time of the year to be in Phoenix, end of November. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, I can't wait. That'd be perfect weather for Phoenix, too. <laughs> so, yeah. great. Uh, awesome. Thank you for having me uh, or for joining me on the show. It's been really cool to catch up with you. Um, for everyone who's listening, uh, if you're listening on your podcast, hey, leave us a comment. We'd love to hear from you. Questions for, for Bill uh, or the rest of our, our team here. Uh, if you're listening and watching on YouTube, click subscribe and hit that little bell for notifications so that you don't miss great uh, interviews like this with Bill and catch up with what's going on in the industry. Um, and uh, Bill, for everyone who is still uh, unfamiliar or wanting to connect and go, hey, I want to be a part of Connects. This sounds like a great organization. How do they find you? It's connectsfm.com. You can't go wrong there. You click on in our, you go, click on our staff there. We all have our email addresses there. Um, then there's even an intake form. If you're interested in the daily grind you talked about, Sean, you can do that. But connectsfm.com, it has everything from our events to our video content, uh, everything you need. Awesome. Well, thank you for joining me. Have a great day. Everyone out there, thank you for everyone at the FM Evolution team, and we'll see you next time.